it, it should be fun. It should just, it, every moment should be fun. Mm -hmm. if, if you're not having fun, you're not aligning yourself with the vibrations that are bringing this, your dream into reality. Every podcast has an opening song. This is ours. It's not very long. Chase, I think our opening song needs to be a little bit longer. I'm singing more of our opening song to intro our show called Behind Two Blondes. Hi, everyone. My name's Chase O'Donnell. And I'm Savannah Brown. Together, we started a comedy duo called Two Blondes. Every week, Savannah and I interview a successful 20-something who is pursuing their passion in an attempt to pick up some pointers of our own and hopefully inspire you to get out there and do the same. Today, we're interviewing Vaughn Bergen. Vaughn is an art curator for ACA Galleries, which was established in 1932. That's old. Mm -hmm. Well, we are so happy to talk to Vaughn, a man of many talents, and find out what he's up to. He also, little side note, practices healing arts such as palm reading, meditation, qigong, and other practices. You know, the more we interview artists, the more I've been finding that artistic people have many interests and talents. So I'm yeah. not surprised to hear that not he's surprised. a man of many trades. Yep. Before we talk to our lovely guest, uh, we have to tell you what is on the brunch menu today because, as you know, we interview our guests over brunch. Over brunch. So what's on the menu, Savannah? Spicy poblano and mushroom quesadillas with baby romaine and avocado salad. Quesadillas. Quesadillas. Or is it quesadillas? Quesadillas. Either way, it sounds delicious. Mm. If you would also like to have a meal as delicious as ours, please go to blueapron.com slash two blondes, spelled exactly how it sounds. T-O-O. -O. Exactly. And you can get your first three meals free, including shipping, on us. You're, You're welcome. welcome. Bye! Hi, guys. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for brunching with us. Thanks. Yeah, Nice martini pleasure. glass. What are you drinking? Just straight up water. Oh, I thought he was going to say vodka. Me too. Straight up vodka, totally water. Totally thought he was going to say vodka. I'm drinking Coke Zero. Mm. That's not healthy. I know that. But I was in the mood. Well, isn't it zero calories? That's it's zero like calories, it's... but it's awful for you. Yeah. So I don't suggest it. Well, I'm drinking uh, strawberry uh, pepper tea with a little... It doesn't um, sound good. Oh, it's Strawberry good. pepper tea? I don't know. Sounds Why would you put a strawberry I with a pepper? I, I hope you guys should all right, suggest like you smell black it. Black pepper? It smells delicious. It smells better than it sounds for sure. It's delicious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Vaughn, how are you? It's been a little while. Yeah, it has been a little while. We went up yeah. to the Hamptons to see Vaughn. Yeah, we met Vaughn in the Hamptons because he was putting together a show, an event at an art Museum gallery. Like it was a gallery. Hall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a gallery. It was space. a gallery, yeah. and you put on a, an event, and you so were fun. a singer in that event. Mm -hmm. We did some comedy, and anyways, um, we stayed time. in touch ever since. Yeah. What yeah. what water? That water that we went oh, in. The Hamptons. We did a beach day the next day. Oh yeah. We just made it a weekend. We get why people go to the Hamptons now. We get it because it's a it's a thing. It's a beautiful. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Um and. You are this art curator. Is that the right 
thing to call you? Well, I wouldn't call myself like a curator, though I, I help with the curation of things. We do have like a, a curator that's like our, you know. Okay, our, so we, our, we introduced you falsely. It's cool. I kind of just let you guys do Great. it. I'm like, okay. you know, that we'll sounds like it. a really cool title. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to own it right now. Okay, okay. Great, we'll keep it. We'll, we'll keep the <laughs> intro. But correct us now. <laughs> well, I guess you could say I'm like a, one of the gallery owners along with my family. Oh, that's a big you know? deal. You're a gallery owner. Yeah, that's yeah. Even yeah. I feel like that's even bigger that's than creator. Cool. And you're always, though, I almost think one of your jobs is event coordinating because you're always putting on events. I do put on a lot of events, a lot of, like, healing events, actually, which is, like, kind of my, my mm -hmm. side gig. Oh. But, but uh, you're combining the two because you put them on at the... Yeah, at the gallery. I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I went to one. You laughing did? Laughing Meditation. Mm-hmm. That's where another Laughing one Meditation coming up. was? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Why wasn't I go? There was something. There's another one coming up. Don't you worry. <laughs> Great. Okay, what's yeah. the date? Is it open um, to the public? Yeah, sure, it's open to the public. Ambu John reached out to me. Yeah, so yeah. Too. That's where Ambu John is? That, yeah. that was all. It's on the 18th of October Okay. at 7 p.m. Are we free? I'll put it in my calendar. Yeah. What other kind of events? There was obviously the laughing workshop, and then, which is healing. Yeah. And what is what are some of the other events that you put on to try to, like mix the two um, passions that you have. Yeah, we do uh, breath work with a, a really amazing healer named Saida Foxy. She's really great if you guys check her out. Um, I do palm readings there because that's my my favorite thing in the world to do. We like that too. Yeah. He read our palms when we were in the Hamptons and he was spot on. Yeah. Well, also, um, I guess what's kind of cool is the you said your family owns the gallery along yeah. with you and your mom is also like an incredible palm reader and has written a book. Yeah, a her and um, huge book on it. Yeah, her and Ellen Goldberg, who was my my teacher, they wrote a book since I was one years old, and they just finished like a year and a half ago. So it's like a big textbook yeah. on palm reading called The Art and Science of, of Hand Reading, and it's it's really amazing. It's but, at every bookstore, isn't it? Uh, I think I asked your mom. She said yeah, it's, it's it's all over. You can Barnes find it on Noble, Amazon. Amazon. Noble. Yeah, oh. Barnes and Noble. Yeah. So you almost, like, just being raised by someone who's been writing a book since you were born yeah. about palm reading, like, it's just, I'm not surprised that you are a fantastic palm reader <laughs> and that you've gone into this healing um, career path, if you will. Yeah. I guess everything that I'm passionate about, I've grown up around. So, yeah. you know, the art gallery's been in my family since my great-great-uncle, and, you know, so I grew up around art, which was really amazing. And then, of course, I grew up around, you know, these healing practices, mainly palmistry. And it's just kind of grown from there, so. But as, like, yes, you're the sun and you're around it, but a lot of kids um, don't always go into what their family is doing. So did you, did you know from a young age you wanted to do what your parents were doing? Or did you organically figure mm -hmm. that out later in life? You know, I never thought I was going to go into the gallery. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, even after I, I graduated college, I studied art history in college, but it was more like um, my, my passion in college, at least, was, was acting and writing mm -hmm. and singing and um, different healing arts. So every, it, there were so many things 
that I was interested before I was interested in being part of the gallery. And then I went into the gallery right after I came into college. And uh-huh. uh, I just got deeper and deeper involved into it. And I've been working there for uh, six years now since college. But no, I uh, no, I never, I never thought I was gonna do it. <laughs> so what age did it kind of come, come to you that like, you're like, when you naturally started just working there as you know, a job? It, it happened pretty like gradually. I just like I'm like, all right, I've been working it for six years now. I guess I'm I'm pretty deep into it. <laughs> mm-hmm. But you know, I still have you know so many other passions. I, I like to 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 call me working in the gallery a career is is great to say, and it's gonna always be a part of my life. But I, I see it more like as a as a means of growing and like and learning so many things from working at the gallery that it's like it 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 is a stepping stone for me to become the person I, I wish to be, but mm-hmm. it's like who knows if I'm gonna always be there or what level I'm gonna be there. It's it's really hard to say, you know. But my interests are are very much into um aligning myself with with um becoming like growing and like understanding how to how to learn and how to teach others and how to heal others and heal myself and that's my main practice Mm -hmm. and and so the gallery has taught me so much in that regard you wouldn't think that like but I mean art is a wonderful teacher Mm -hmm. Uh so it's I guess that's 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 very much like how I've, I've grown through that and also like Working in a business where you're working with your family has another dynamic because you're yeah. you're taking a pers- personal relationship and a work relationship mm-hmm. and you have to learn to align them in a way that's complementary mm-hmm. and well, doesn't clash. I work with London, my sister. Right, right, yeah. And she's fired me many a time. <laughs> <laughs> Does she really? Because uh-huh, I mess up big time, but she's my sister, so then she rehires me. Isn't quickly. that great? Okay, go ahead, go ahead and go into your... Okay, now I get to talk about healing. Sounds good. <laughs> yes. I like that topic We named a couple too. things that I don't know what they are. What was it? Chi... Qigong. Qigong. What's yeah, what's Qigong? Qigong is an uh, ancient Chinese practice um, of working with um, Qi, which is a life force, energy life force. And Gong just means, uh, well, there's like practice or study or mastery. There's different meanings. But mm-hmm. basically, it's the practice of working with Qi, this energy. And so you do certain movements, like Tai Chi, if you know Tai Chi. Yes. Tai Chi is like a subsect of, of Qigong. Mm-hmm. Um, but Qigong is like a little broader in the sense that, I mean, in, in China it's huge. There are hospitals that just use Qigong to heal people. It's wow. a very It's a very powerful. I did a year of Tai Chi. Oh, yeah? Yeah, UCLA made us do Tai Chi for a year. Wow. It's a real thing. Yeah. Shout out to all the UCLA Tai Chi people. It's We're, great, though. Yeah. It's it, a gorgeous art form. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh it's it's great for raising your energy, for opening up your heart, for for opening up your mind. It's about aligning different um energy systems. Um there's there's chakras and then there's dantian that the that are larger pools of energy that qigong works to move and unblock and purify that energy. So one is for energy, one is for the heart, and one is for the mind, and then the crown aligns all of them so that you just, you, you basically become a superhero is what happens wow. eventually. I am not, but the true masters of Qigong are like superheroes wow. to me anyway. So, <laughs> this is my first question involving healing. You have this job being the owner of a gallery, and is healing right now is that taking care of the bills and healing is more um, 
the passion project and hobby, or are you think, or do you think that you are getting to the point where like healing can be your your full time career? Is I, that the goal, or is are you loving doing both? Did that question make that sense? That makes that makes plenty okay. sense, Chase. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it would be great to just not have to worry about money and just do whatever. I mean, I, I really enjoy working at the gallery. It's not about that. Mm-hmm. But um, ideally, it would be great to pursue healing and keep growing that practice on mm-hmm. a deeper and deeper level. Right now, I don't even charge for palm readings. I just kind of give them for the most part. I mean, I do have one tonight that I am kind of charging, so I hope they're not listening. Okay, but no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, normally I just I just give away for free, and I just like think it's a, just a valuable resource, and it's something that I can contribute. Wow. So I'm just happy happy to do it. Eventually, yeah. I I hope maybe to open up a healing and education center and really just pursue it on on a much deeper level. That's uh-huh. kind of I guess the the end goal. But yeah, I mean. Chase, why don't you get into this? I am. This is perfect. <laughs> I know. You're hired, Chase. Well, Chase Next time me. your sister fires you, <laughs> make it be the last you time. You can work for me. And yeah. Vaughn's been sending me like inspirational videos like every few days. Oh that my God, are I love so it. Amazing. I hope I'm not overwhelming you. No, with you, you don't know. I mean, you do know. Like, I love that. Yeah, that's great. I listen to them on my runs. Anyway. I this is right up your alley. <laughs> this is right up where, your alley. Where did you learn all of this? I know I know the palm readings from your mom. Yeah. Um, what about Tai Chi and Chi? Qigong. Qigong. I'm just gonna keep saying Tai Chi because okay. it's, it's easier for me because I've taken it. Qigong, I just kind of discovered on my own. Um, so I I was born with a birth injury called Herb's palsy. So I've been on a path of healing since I was born to heal myself. Mm-hmm. So I've always been, you know, it's it's nerve damage, lack of movement and feeling, mainly in my right arm, and that kind of misaligns the rest of my body. So I have to um, keep up and keep up with my body so it doesn't get worse. And I'm always looking for different healing practices that do that. So, you know, I was I was doing craniosacral and acupuncture and stuff since I was a little toddler, and I've always just like been in that world mm-hmm. because of my injury so mm-hmm. I just um, right now uh, now I see it like as a great gift because I'm who I am because of it I'm yeah. on this path of healing be- mainly because of my arm probably I wouldn't be on it otherwise yeah. so it I'm, I'm very grateful for it but I'm just always on the lookout for different healing practices so you went to college and studied acting yeah and did you go into college um, thinking that you were going to graduate and do acting or and when did that kind of dissolve into going towards healing instead well i still do some acting i'm in a show at the end of the month where i'm going to play a heroin addict which is oh, going to be a fun role for this me this is what we're saying about people with many talents <laughs> artistic i love it yeah and i might be producing a show about uh mark chagall that we'll do at the gallery which is very appropriate yeah. in his yeah. life so that'll be fun too um, so I, I do some acting less so than I used to, absolutely. I'm definitely getting busier and busier with the gallery and, and with my healing arts that they've taken center stage, no mm-hmm. pun intended, but um, yeah, I'm still interested in, in acting as well. It doesn't okay. have to be yeah. your everything. It doesn't have to yeah. be one Lately, or Lately, I've other. been disagreeing with the, if you're going to be an actor, that has to be your number one, like all that you do. I disagree with that, and well, I always have. Savannah said something so wise on oh, the elevator. Thanks. What'd I say? You said, <laughs> you said, 
Um, well, now I'm forgetting. But you said um, <laughs> actors have so many talents, but they pigeonhole themselves oh, to yeah. just acting because they feel like that's all they're allowed to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like that's something in your case. It's like you you didn't pigeonhole yourself to say, no, I went to school for acting, so I have to be an actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can have this as a hobby and a thing I love to do, but it doesn't have to be my be-all, end-all. Yeah. Totally. I did say that. That was wise. It was. <laughs> it was very wise. I, and that's why I'm repeating on the Thanks, podcast. Chase. I only repeat my quotes. quotes. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. I mean, actors can do many things, usually. Absolutely. Um, and we've talked to so many actors on this show that didn't come on the show to talk about acting. acting. Huh. And little did we know, most of them went to college for acting. It's just, it's a gift. If you're an actor out there, yeah. And it, it kind of forces you to look at different careers, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. it is such a tough route to choose that maybe that's why there's so many actors that get into other things that actually mm-hmm. make them more fulfilled because they're forced to. Yeah. They're like, oh, this isn't making me happy. Yeah. Unless you're one of the lucky few that are consistently working right but you were saying earlier you said it's hard because we spend so much money on all these classes and stuff and that's a lot of I think a lot of the time why we stay on this path we're doing acting but these classes like improv regular businessmen take improv now because it makes everything better right and if we just look at it oh thanks James Uh, if we just look at it like a stepping stone like you're doing, you can still do it. Totally. I mean, you can still do three other things. And all, yeah. all that training helped. Helped. Yeah. Helped. Like you said, it didn't take away anything at all. It's, um... Yeah. Can I ask Vaughn to do a palm reading on you? On me? Or me. Real a quick, quick one. We'll so, do like a minute each. All right. So normally I'd read both of your hands. Are you are you left-handed or right-handed? Right-handed. Okay. So let's, for a quickie, just, just focus on your right hand. <laughs> I don't think the... Like, you can really see what I'm reading, but you'll just have to take my word for it. But he's doing really cool things. Yeah. Can you kind of explain yeah. what you, right now, which lines Vaughn and stuff? is, um, So first, I check oh, he's what's, explaining what's called. Chase was getting ready. So first, I'm checking what are called the basic modifiers. So that's, like, the consistency of your skin for how much energy you have and, um how refined or rigid you are and the softness of the skin behind you. And then checking your flexibility, which is, not you know, flexible. not super flexible. So you're a little, <laughs> you're a little stubborn, you know, yeah. you know, you go your own way mm-hmm. and that's, you know, the part of the charm that of you. That has something to do with your actual flexibility. Yeah. Yeah. Palmistry is very intuitive. You know, if you, um, I mean, obviously there's people that just kind of make up stuff as they go along, but sometimes maybe they'll be right because you know, the, the flexibility of the hand shows the flexibility of the mind. Mm. Uh, I could check what are called your sensitivity pads on the tips of your finger, and the bigger they are, the more sensitive, because that's like how big they are is how many, you know, nerves you got on the tips of your fingers. So the sensitivity of how you feel physically I relates to your emotional sensitivity. <laughs> yeah, so all three of us do. You know, it's the it's part of being an artist. You got to be sensitive. You got to be present in... in your environment and your world to sorry my hands are a little sweaty no that's okay you're very water-based you know you got a watery system I do. you do actually you have an archetype called luna which is like the moon and that like gives you some like psychic energy some intuitive energy love of music and art and and things like that because your watery system is absorbing those vibrations those psychic vibrations mm. those music
musical vibrations and they're healing for you so that's why you're kind of drawn to that she does listen to music whenever she's like doing emails or working i do or... i do mm -hmm. i yeah. also listen to very depressing music which i think is the opposite of me <laughs> but yeah, somber music listen Bonnie to good, good music healing music because it goes through your whole body okay. and it's gonna you know heal you on a on a deep level my husband just listens to sinatra Aww. I know and you're, you're married it. now. I'm seeing your I'm ring for married. the first time. Congratulations. Well, that's actually on the left hand. Oh, this is my, there my, it is. my diamond. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma's diamond. Yeah, so you've got, you've got a lot, of course, going on. You don't have too many lines, so you're not, you don't have a ton of anxiety. You're a calming presence for she people. She doesn't. I don't. Yeah, which is great, you know? <laughs> I have a lot of people in my life that do. Yeah, that's they'll be drawn to you. Chase, exactly. my mother. They'll be drawn to you for that reason, because you're a calming presence. And when they have a lot of anxiety and stuff, you're able to just, like, kind of ground wow, them. that's interesting. But the anxiety that you feel, Chase, from a lot of lines in your hand is a lot of you're absorbing the energy of people around you. Indeed. So you're absorbing people's fears and people's stuff. I hear that's called an empath. Yeah, it, yeah, that's that's another word for it. Okay, So it's I read like, an article about empaths and I said that is me. Was it from yeah. Vaughn? Maybe. Well, <laughs> I think it's from my mom. That's so funny. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I did. When I read your hand, I told you that you were an empath, didn't I? Think I? You, I, I, I think, think you did. I, I've I heard of it before. I did because, yeah, so you're absorbing that stuff, getting it out of the world, and then you have to become like an emotional alchemist and convert it into mm -hmm. love and convert it into positive energy. So that's your opportunity to do that. And your opportunity is to take other people's stuff and not need to Feel own it. it and be mm -hmm. part of it. Yeah. I also don't have many lines in my hand. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. You lucky Thanks, too. Vaughn. You're very welcome. Your turn, Chase Bank. Okay. <laughs> we can make it really quick. Yeah, Vaughn, okay. I feel like we are similar in a lot of ways. Yeah. I feel like you're in between me and Chase, though. Yeah. Probably. Because the spiritual thing. I mean, I can be spiritual, but <laughs> I don't need to be. <laughs> <laughs> so you must, used to be a lot more private when you were younger, and you're getting more out of your shell as time goes on. She which is. Which is very she nice. Is. Yeah. Wow. Well, you have ambition and, like, you know, you, you have drive that is, has uh, forced you maybe to get out of your shell a little bit. Hmm. You've always been independent, so you've always, like, had to, like, figure things out for yourself. And that's, you know, a tribute to your, your inner strength. Also, when you have a lot of anxiety and, and feeling a lot of people's negative energies, you have to learn to be present in that and, and own, and it, it makes you stronger from it because you got to own that, that, yeah. that intense energy and still, like, get stuff done and, you know, yeah. be present. And you got a big heart, so you're always, like, you're, you've got a, a, a warm side that also is a motivating factor to, like, you know, persevere when things get challenging. Uh -huh. Now, how do you convince people that doubt that this is um, real? Well, you can you can look at the, the science behind it. I was going to say, <laughs> go look at your mom's book. I mean, that's yeah. what kind of made us go, whoa. Yeah, I mean, there's the more, there's more um, nervous connections. Your nerves are, are the connection between your hand and your brain is stronger than any other part of your body. Mm -hmm. So that connection, actually, when you were just developing, um, was all like one neuronal cluster and just kind of expanded from there to become your brain-hand connection. Mm -hmm. And so that connection is so strong that when your brain changes, it makes only sense that your hand will change too. Mm -hmm. 
it's just, mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. It's weird, it's the connection. Well, it's even, um, I was getting some acupuncture mm. this summer, and, <laughs> <laughs> and the acupuncturist, like, she would just say, show me your tongue, and then she'd tell me everything that was wrong with my insides. Okay, she, she didn't, like, put a needle in your tongue. <laughs> no, she was like, let me see your coloring. Oh, right. it's, it's red here, pale there, yeah. on the sides. And she, like it said everything that was going on and she could just give me the herbs to like right fix yeah. it and i just i believe that now being cuz the herbs that she like prescribed yeah, it's herbs not like medicine there, right? but like it yeah. it just completely shifted everything inside of me right. not to be a um skeptic. skeptic but do you think half of the herbs could be mental uh, well, it's, it's, it's possible. I don't know a ton about homeopathy. I've, I've experienced oh, it before, but, uh, it's, um, I've seen, I've talked to people that have had really good results to mm -hmm. it. My, my friend, um, Saren Rothberg, who's a uh, founder of Comedy Cures, cause she had stage four cancer in her breasts and, and she, um, she went to, um, the, uh, Dalai Lama's personal, um, doctor wow. and he and he was uh, prescribing her herbs and he couldn't tell her not to get the surgery that she was planning to do but he told her to be patient hmm. and she took that as you know try the herbs and really give it a full practice and it did it it was very effective so she never got the surgery she didn't get the surgery wow yeah well, and she's cancer free now. Wow. Also, she cured herself with laughter. That's right. why she started comedy cures. Yeah, exactly. And that's a really we should have her on this because that's really a cool. Oh yeah, she's an organization. We've looked at that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I do com readings for them as well, which is so much fun. <laughs> yeah, it's great. This is just a quick reminder uh, that Blue Apron is our sponsor. And if you guys are enjoying this interview, please head over to blueapron.com slash two blondes to get three free meals on us, including shipping. It would help us out big time. Pretty please. With sugar on top. And a cherry. With a cherry and, and cream. all stuff that you can get from Blue Apron. So... Palm readings is kind of your your main focus right now and your biggest passion. Is yeah. that correct to say? Yeah, I mean, I'm it's it's my biggest passion, but I'm always growing my healing practices to see if like this is like, you know, palmistry is very diagnostic. It's like, you know, this is what's going on and let's let's focus on and how we can heal you so it, it it's complementary to me being able to do other healing practices to diagnose and then, mm. you know, do another mm -hmm. practice that might be a help as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm exploring, you know, the healing arts as, as a complementary to palm reading. And what my main focus is now is working on the uh, energy systems and our, you know, raising our vibrational frequency to become in alignment with the uh, vibrational frequency of the planet of wow. laws of nature with um the the vibrations that um attune us to um be our happiest healthiest 
selves, essentially. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. even in, in sound healing, there's certain frequencies that um, are healing, like 528 hertz or 432 hertz and, and plenty of others. So there is something to attuning your frequency to things. And also, like, the reasons why we are, you know, ha happy is we're becoming more in alignment with, with these higher happy vibrations that we're meant to be in. Mm -hmm. So it's, like, all about feeling what makes us feel good mm -hmm. and getting into that frequency as much as possible. And when we get out of it, we find ourselves back into it, we, we, you know, to practice. I have some, my cousin is really into Myers-Briggs. Gotcha. And I don't know what you think about that. I'd love to get your opinion. But my, my thing with Myers-Briggs is maybe similar to um, getting your palm read is when you realize why you act certain ways or the emotions that come first or I'm trying to, what am I trying to say, Chase? When you, um, palm reading helps, I feel like, get in tune with your personal self closer to who you really are right kind of like Myers-Briggs can I think sure um and that's the way you take it but for those of you who don't know Myers-Briggs is like the personality type that uh, it's a test that you take and it tells you what your personality is but it's all you are the one answering for questions yourself, which is kind of different I rather guess rather than someone telling you what it is you're telling the test what you are what is your opinion on Myers-Briggs I you know I've never taken the test before no, um, I'm curious yeah I wanna, <laughs> I I wanna gonna take it right after Cause, this cause what you said about me on my palm is very in line with what Myers-Briggs says right which to me says that yours is science-based because you can't you know me but you don't know me so right. yeah to me it's so fascinating to take different tests and see there's many roads to that you know all part of the same tree yeah. but it's it's a it's a wonderful practice i mean palm's tree is over five thousand years old so there's got to be something to it right yeah. years old. where did it start um it's debatable whether it's china, china or india okay yeah it started kind of around the same time in both places wow. maybe palm reading is where you're at i all of it all of it <laughs> I've been thinking of getting into Chinese medicine. That's been my latest. Very cool. We'll take but, a trip. I'll yeah. study palmistry. There you go. Yeah. I'd rather you not go alone. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so a big part of this podcast is talking to people and figuring out um, how they got to where they are. So if you, you are palm reading and, and doing these healing workshops, how did it become, how did you get your clients, if you will. Was it all word of mouth? Did the you business Facebook side. it? Yeah, what was the business side of it all? It was all word of mouth. You know, I'm not even on Instagram or Twitter. Which I love. I, I'm kind of on yeah, Facebook, but I don't really check it. You're the first person we've interviewed that hasn't had social media. Yeah, I'm not big on social media. I just, you know, the great thing about palmistry is it's so, like, you don't need anything to do it. It's like as, as minimalistic as, as meditation. You mm -hmm. just need a hand. So I meet somebody. I... I kind of have an energy where people tell me things more than what they might tell some other people and mm. we I, I, I it leads to me reading their hand and then when I read <laughs> their hands they tell their friends about it and then I read other hands and wow. uh, if I read a palm at a party that's what I'm doing for the rest of the party you know? uh -huh. that's just kind of and how it's a goes. Party trick. and you love it I do yeah because I remember we spent the whole night doing it because we were so interested in uh -huh. it and at the end I was like I hope he enjoys it as much because <laughs> you, you just you get addicted to it it's yeah well the fact us. that like, you say you're doing it for free it's like 
there's always that fine line of um, you're doing something healing and it's you don't want to ask people for money for it yeah but do you think that when do you think you're going to start asking for money or do you think you're always going to just give this gift to or case by case yeah yeah, yeah maybe I mean Guys, catch him now. Yeah, right. Right now, I still. I mean, it's it's funny because the very first uh, writings about palmistry was saying, um, if you're a palm reader, do not charge for your practice. Right. That was the very first. I remember you saying that. Yeah. So back in the the day, people were charging for money, and a lot of them were uh, frauds, probably, and and not fully, you know, taking advantage of people. Mm -hmm. It's an it's one of those practices where. People can get taken advantage of if, if they're not like sincere, genuine palm readers. Mm-hmm. So me, I, I want to really um, honor the practice as deeply mm-hmm. as I can to kind of go against to be like, wow, this is a, a very respectable practice and has much greater value than it is being given credit for. You know, mm-hmm. you, you, you find a book on palmistry, it's next to like werewolves and witches in the, the occult section. So, mm-hmm. it, but it, you know, doctors have been using it for, for a while. They just don't call it palmistry what do they call it they just you know they they study the nails and say this is a way of diagnosing uh lung issues or mm-hmm. or other things or they look at the color of the hand and they they yeah because you have to be able to read people as a doctor especially absolutely mm-hmm. and yeah. where they're holding pressure points and why that's hurting mm-hmm. um yeah there's so much information here that um is so accessible now you asked if i was right-handed or left-handed is it easier to see on on the hand that you write with or put more yeah i mean your 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 mind is directed more towards your dominant hand okay so that you know that connection is stronger there so it's changing more mm-hmm. so your your recessive hand is more of your where you were born how you were born with what gifts mm-hmm. and 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 your subconscious more mm-hmm. and then the your dominant hand is your present and um, some certain things about um, potential futures, mm-hmm. and it's it's kind of like where you are now. So, yeah. I'm I'm all about being in the present. So, mm-hmm. being in the present. Yeah. So, um, where do you see yourself in five years or ten years? Let's do ten years okay. with him. Where do you see yourself in ten? Years? But he's very in the moment. So this might yeah, be a, that's true. This might be a kind <laughs> of a. Uh, well, in in ten. It's true. I am very, very in the moment. I figured if I'm, I'm able to be fully present, and and um, be here as as deeply as I can, then it doesn't really matter where I am in ten years because I'll be learning how to, how to master this practice. We're choosing. We're choosing. Wow. <laughs> Just every. Inch. I mean, talk Cheers. about being in the present. <laughs> Doesn't need to work on that. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, of course that that being said. Um, in 10 years, I'd love to open up um, a healing center and uh, educational center and do, you know, like with the art gallery, we have a long history of showing the art that we love and, and putting that into the world. So I'm doing that with the art and with the art world, with my family, and then with the healing practice, I'm finding the healing practices that I love and then sharing them with the world. If anyone mm-hmm. should win the lottery, this guy. <laughs> he would open his healing center, never charge a dime, <laughs> and all of us would benefit from this healing center. 
Put that into the universe. I'm all about manifesting things, too. If anyone won the lottery, it would be you, because you'd completely give back. Or if somebody's won the lottery that's listening in, you know, (laughs) just give me a call. You can donate to the Healing Center. (laughs) Vaughn's Healing Center. I love it. And your biggest, your, uh, if you had to give advice on... Maybe people going, I mean, I want to... Or if people, going into yeah, just healing. like for you. I mean, yeah, what, I can What use should that they advice. do? I know. This I'm is truly thinking of getting into Chinese medicine. It, where should people start if they're interested in any of the practices? Mm-hmm. Well, there are many roads. So, first, they have to figure out what they resonate with. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, there, there's so many amazing practices out there. So, yeah, it, it really. It, yeah, follow what you're passionate about. Really, really do the research. When I started, I started really exploring um, all kinds of things. I, I, I studied Qigong with, with Robert Pang, who's an amazing healer with, with a, a, an incredible book out there. So I just read his book, and then mm-hmm. I got more into Qigong that way. Then I started studying um, Alan Watts, who's an incredible uh, philosopher who's integrating Eastern and, and Western practices, and, and I just got deeper into that. And then you know, one thing has just led to another. I, I met this incredible healer yesterday. He doesn't even call himself a healer, but he works with the electromagnetic fields of the earth. And, and when he does his practice, you can actually see um, the, the impact of his healing practices all around the world has slight changes. He's like incredibly powerful. So wow. when you're in this world, the answers find you. You know, they, they come to you because you're putting your intention out there into the world. This is what I want to do. So um, my advice would be to really have faith in yourself and your pro- process and enjoy every moment of it mm-hmm. because it, it should be fun. It should just, it, every moment should be fun. It, mm-hmm. if, if you're not having fun, you're not aligning yourself with the vibrations that are bringing this, your dream into reality. So it's like every, every time you can, you can find the beauty in life, milk it for all it's worth, and see that as like a, you know, a, a silver dollar that you're putting, investing into your dreams. Mm-hmm. And then, but don't even worry about counting those dollars. You just, you just mm. keep, you keep focusing and being present in, in that, that positive energy and aligning yourself with that vibration that will bring your dreams to you. And then when your dreams become manifest, it'll be like, You'll, you'll have abundance not because only also because of the dream that is manifested and also because you've been saving it, you know? You, you have abundance already. You're not relying on your dreams to become happy. You, you can, you're happy. You're happy already. You have mm-hmm. happiness within yourself. So you're not like... That's why it, it's, it's kind of a slippery so, slope to be like so result-oriented mm-hmm. that you're like focusing on the peak of the mountain rather than the, 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 sure. the, the, the journey of it. So really, my, my the best advice I could give is just to to enjoy the the entire journey of it, even the challenging parts. You know, your 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 fears and your challenges along the way are the other side of that coin that are just as valuable. They're, they're I'm ready to choose that because it was so can he beautiful. Podcast every day, yeah. so I can have this on. I for someone so young, you are so wise beyond your years. So thank you so much for. Brunching uh, with us. My and pleasure. Sharing your insights and giving some, you know, insight on how to become a healer like yourself. If My that's pleasure. Someone's passion. You're incredible. Oh, okay. Thank Cheers. you guys. Cheers, Cheers to you. Cheers. Good luck with everything. We'll keep following. Mm-hmm.
Thanks so much. Keep sending the vids. <laughs> Will do. <laughs>